0: risk for passion serving up at the breakfast buffet we have Nathan D learn about his story and journey as he left school to pursue a career in the circus i hope you all enjoy Very excited about my my next guest here, um, Nathan D. Um, what's talking, up, Ray? Talking about, you know, taking risks and following your passion. This is the great story and journey that we have for you today. Um so what's up,
1: Nate? How you how you doing? How you doing? What's up, Ray? Thank you so much for those kind words. It's really a, a pleasure to be here and to, to catch up with you because frankly it's been a it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been. Uh, I think last time I saw you was in uh, the great old Dahlia's
0: in New York City, man. <laughs> that sounds about right. That's that or right. Evan, Evan Mayer's luxury uh, dorm room. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Could could very well be. Could yeah, man. Very well be. So yeah, uh, you, know, you went from being you know a wrestler freshman year to uh, you know pursuing. Your dream of being in the circus right uh dropping yeah. out of dropping out of NYU and pursuing this dream so if you want to touch on that what made that decision had you find this new passion sure absolutely
1: so um yeah starting with the with the with the wrestling that was definitely wrestling was a, a big passion of mine a big big pastime you know I've been wrestling for about 10 years before I decided to to finally call it my my time and hang up my boots um, a St. St. Louis native, right? <laughs> yeah, St. Louis, from St. Louis, Missouri, and um, and yeah, chose chose NYU is like you know obvious choice for me. It's like a huge city, a lot a lot to do, a lot a lot to think about, and consider. Um, so I had a great great time in college in NYU, and um, I ended up well, studying abroad as well. Uh huh. What were um, you studying at NYU? I was studying conservation biology. Okay. And environmental science. So I was doing a, a individualized major at the Gallatin School. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it was great. And then then I just yeah, my life started shifting a little bit. I spent a year abroad in Israel studying. And then it was there when I started to think, you know what, I I think school's not not the the place for me, the the place where I can be my best self. So um, yeah, and about that time is when I started getting into the circus. And I was like, man, where has this been my whole life? This is Uh this is something.
0: Uh-huh. And that's interesting, man, just, you know, you're some some people, NYU, that's their dream school, man. They they shoot for that. And, you know, to go the opposite way, there must have been some struggle or, or some you know conflict, maybe with you and your parents or you and someone else. Right? Yeah, def-
1: definitely with my my grandmother. So I, I think um, it was tougher for her to, to kind of understand where I was coming from, um, in part because it was partially through her generosity that I could even be going there. Um, and then also, she comes from a different generation where it's definitely go to school, become a doctor, a lawyer, st- start your life. like that's that's the choice. and and obviously, like, for me, I have great respect for people who do that and who who that's what they're passionate about. But for me, I, I, those careers aren't appealing to me. That's not the draw. That's not what what uh, what gets me out of bed in the morning. And so it was certainly a little bit tough with her, and I think even today, she's still asking me like, when you get finish school, when you get to your school, and I'm just like, you know, if if I do, Nana, you'll be the first to know. But yeah, yeah, and that's that's super important, especially now finding what you
0: love and not not just going for that nine to five. You know, get getting that passion and getting that opportunity. So, mm-hmm. how did you how you come across how did you come across this? Was
1: it something that you just went to and you looked into? Yeah, so I actually I. I had a bit of a, a rough time that, that spring, I had a lot on my mind and I said, you know what, originally it was just going to be a gap year. I was like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to figure out kind of like what, what I'm, what I'm about, what, what excites me. And so I went back to St. Louis and I actually just went to the the local circus show that happens every summer. And then, um, it was different. It was different seeing it as an adult and being like, Hey, wait a second, this is something that adults are doing and people are working this way. So I, I, I got in touch with a woman who, um, actually, I'd known from a long time ago, but never followed up with, and she was, uh, she runs a youth circus program, and she said, hey, if this is what you want to do, you know, basically show up, and so I showed up that first day, and it was uh, me and a bunch of, a bunch of youth circus performers, so, like, some of them were 15, 16 years old, I was 22, 23, so there's a bit of an age gap there, but, you know, like, that's part of the circus and you have to learn to work with people of different ages so it's yeah it was a learning experience for sure yeah and there's probably there's a lot a part of it right i mean when
0: people (laughs) think of the circus you think of like you know the animals and and stuff like that but what interests you was it like the was it what do they call the trapeze right
1: but yeah exactly so for me right off the bat i was interested in acrobatics so like Uh all the all of the the tumbling all of the group stuff where you're building these like four people standing on each other and the throwing and catching all that for me, I was like, man, that's, that's cool. Cause it, it had like, you know, the, the athleticism and also the artistic and also the kind of like gymnastic style. So for me, it was just a uh, super appealing.
0: Yeah. And I remember you in the, in the NYU wrestling room doing some handstands and uh, flips and stuff. So
1: yeah, I'm sure that, that a- stuff came to you naturally. Yeah. <laughs> it was a joy, man. That's that, for me, that's what what circus is about is really like that that joy and then spreading that joy with the audience so you can kind of share kind of your passion with with the whole with the whole ring. Right, right, and I'm sure it's a big it's a
0: pretty big business too. Is that do you learn the business aspects of it as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So so basically, I'll, I'll take you real quick through kind of my trajectory. Is I was uh, I I trained with this this program in St. Louis for a year. And then I went off and auditioned to the National Circus School in Montreal. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's in Quebec, Canada. And that's really where the the higher level training's at. Um, And it's up there where where you learn a bit more about the business, a bit more about your options, um, and sort of start to find out where where you feel you fit in. Um, And that's another tricky situation because – well, not a tricky situation. It was a beautiful time, but I ended up leaving that school as well. Yeah. and that's a long story, but but, um, <laughs> but basically, uh, yeah, you learn about what your options are. And so some people say, you know, what, I want to work for Cirque du Soleil. That's my dream, and they mm-hmm. they make it happen. Some people say, hey, I'm I'm a little bit more interested in traditional circuses and like the more kind of smaller scale family vibe, and that that's uh-huh. for me where I more fit in. So uh-huh. uh, you get you have a lot of freedom of choice actually in yeah. the type of the type of performing you want to do. That's awesome. What was the training like? Like, did you have to learn
0: certain moves? Did you have to have a certain diet? Was there a certain certain workout regimen?
1: Yeah, all that, all that. So, um, we we had pretty in St. Louis. We had pretty regular scheduled practices where you show up and you've got you know handstands. You've got tumbling. You've got classes in you know dance classes in acting. Um, pretty much anything you can think of that would be going on at a big show. And it's the same thing in circus school where you've got, you know, a pretty grueling day where you're waking up right right in the morning and then you've got like handstand classes, ballet classes, acting, I said that already, but like, you know, and then your specialty. So, the specialty in the circus, you drill that for like 2-3 hours a day with your team and it's you put in those hours. Awesome. What what what
0: is your favorite thing to do? Have you have you been on those bars, man? I see I know on the pier they had what the trapeze stuff and that that always amused yeah. me. I'm like, man, how do guys do that?
1: <laughs> yeah, man, the trapeze is beautiful. That's, that's something that I would love to get into in the future is, is working on the, the flying trapeze because that's, a, that's something they, um, it's a real traditional act. And so they don't offer it at the more contemporary circuses and the more contemporary schools. Um, you know, circus is, is a lot like uh, the dance world in that there's like more traditional forms, like, um, and then there's more like modern forms. And so like, You'll get different different vibes and and different disciplines are more more popular with certain crowds or certain groups. So I like the traditional stuff, man. I'm all for that, like the 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 classic tent shows and and all that. I think for me, that's that's the true to, to my 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 passion for it.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of comparison to that in pro wrestling. You know, you got the big name, the big companies and stuff, and then you have the local shows and you mm-hmm. have different. Different wrestling, like Jap- uh, Japanese wrestling is much different than Mexico, and Mexico is much different than American style. I feel like there's a lot of similarities with, with you guys as well.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And it's I, I'm super happy that you're bringing this up, because for me, it's that's uh, something I'm super interested in, is that professional wrestling. Because um, we actually, a dear friend of mine, he, he went through the circus pathway, you know, like he went to circus school, he went to uh, Cirque du Soleil, and he's been working and performing. Then he made the switch and said, You know what? I've wanted to do WWE since since I was like a little kid. I guess not WWE but
0: professional <laughs> yeah, wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pro
1: Wrestling. Since he was a kid and he's he's on uh, recently signed to Next,
0: uh, yeah, NXT. NXT. yeah, yeah, Yep, WWE, yeah. So he signed man, he did it, he made it happen. So he
1: made he made it happen and it's he he's he's super hyped about it. He talks about that similarity where it's it's a big ring, it's a big stadium and you just bring your energy, you bring your your talents to it.
0: Yeah, so I saw a lot of your stuff on it, and a lot of his stuff, and how he's how he's translating it, man. You guys do a lot of cool stuff, man. I mean, <laughs> I've been I've been following you, man. It's incredible, you know, the the bot just knowing your body and knowing your body position. That's it's it's amazing.
1: Thank you, thank you, Ray. It means a lot, and I'm super excited to to catch up with you about that because you've been you've been working working for pro wrestling too, right?
0: Yeah, this is about uh, two years now. So I mean. You know, a big difference from amateur wrestling, let me tell you. Now it's like the hardest adaption with me was, you know, reacting with the crowd. You knew a lot with with amateur wrestling, man, tunnel focus, it's you and that opponent. Now you need that crowd. That's the crowd that, you know, you got to give them a reason why they're going to come and see you, right? Um, Yeah, absolutely. That was was a big difference. Um, The training kind of stayed the same, you know, the weight room, the cardio, all that stayed the same. Uh, the flips. I don't know how I do the flips. <laughs> I, I just, I guess I just go and do them. Maybe I should, yeah. take, maybe I should take some tumbling, man, but I just go, I just go F it. I'm going to try to
1: do this backflip today. And I, <laughs> yeah, man. To work, I don't know how I do it, man. <laughs> at, at a certain point, your coach can, can hold your hand right up to it, but then you got to do the flip yourself. So you might as well just go for it at that point. Yeah. 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 But-
0: um, so, so you also made, uh, you toured in a, in a lot of different countries, huh?
1: Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to, in a, in a brief period of time, be able to perform a few places. So, um, definitely the highlight for me was we did a tour in, uh, in Puerto Rico uh-huh. and that was in, um, 2018, I believe. And we were, uh, we were touring, it was part of a, a social tour. So we were trying to, um, kind of spread the joy of circus with communities that were hit pretty hard by the hurricane, Hurricane Maria. And they were still recovering, and so um, we were fortunate enough to tour around the island, and then go to uh, go off the mainland to, to to smaller islands, and kind of just like we'd set up the set up the mats, and then we put on a show for the the public, and that that meant a lot for me um, to be part of because it was just like you get to to say, hey, we're you know we're 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 not from here. We know you've suffered, but we're here to to to, to put on a show for you. And So that. Yeah. That felt real good to be part of.
0: Definitely, definitely. And uh you've been you've been to a lot of places, huh? Argentina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was your what was your favorite place and like what what was it like traveling these these other countries and learning different cultures, I'm sure different food and mm-hmm. you know, adapting to different languages.
1: Yeah, the funniest one, I'd actually so I, I don't know if you saw the documentary game changers, but I, I had seen game changers and then I I turned vegan for a minute and then I oh. I'm off to Argentina, and Argentina, man, they eat so much steak. Every everything they eat is beef. Like uh-huh. it's like they make, you know, it's like cows, 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 and that was that was something for me because uh, I, I, you know, obviously had to. I, I didn't want to miss out on anything, so I was eating eating all the steak, all the everything, and then. But hey, you know, it's different cultures. Yeah, and you got to really adapt to that culture. How how long were these tours? So in Argentina, that was about, uh, two months down there. Uh-huh. And, um, I was down there with uh, my girlfriend at the time and she was performing a, a discipline called German wheel, which is kind of like a human sized hamster wheel. Uh-huh. And she was also up on the flying trapeze. Uh-huh. Um, and I actually wasn't performing that tour. I was helping set up with the set up with the structures and take down and passing out flyers, like doing a mm-hmm. lot of the background work and stuff. Yep. And that, yep. that meant a lot to just be down there and uh, be down there together. And, um, and be in a different country, you know, it's, yeah. It's and, wonderful. Learning, and learning the career, you know, from the ground
0: up, right. Putting, mm-hmm. You know, putting it all, putting the event together, selling, selling the, the posters, right. Handing out the tickets. That that's probably a huge part of that as well.
1: Yeah. And you learn a lot. I mean, you're always learning. I remember I was thinking, ah, you know, maybe it's, it's tough in the circus cause there's always, there's always people in the ring and there's always, um, stuff that's going on that's like wow that's that's amazing but there's a lot of work that goes in to make it happen you know we had to build all the bleachers ourselves you know out of out of the raw materials and we had to set up the stage you know it's like you get the permit from the city and then from that point you just have to do everything yourself and you learn a lot about kind of uh i gained a lot of respect for the whole process just being behind the scenes so i i think that's that's a a special lesson that the circus can teach you yeah, for sure.
0: Um, what um, you know, going back to the training and, and making the decision. What what was what is your favorite thing about the whole thing? Um, is it is it the whole circus in general, or is it the training? Is it the people? I'm sure. Just like amateur wrestling, you know, every wrestler gets along with each other. You could go to a yeah. different country and and get along with with the with the wrestlers. That is that the same thing with you guys?
1: Yeah, man, I, I have to say it's, it's the people. It's just like what you're describing. You know, you, you have that connection. You have that, that passion for the same thing. And then um, for the time you're working together, whether it's a month, two months, some, some tours are like six months a year. But for the short ones, you, you come together and you're a bunch of strangers, basically. And then you, uh, you go your separate ways, but you've had this really special experience together. So there's a saying in circus. They say, uh, see you down the road. When it's time to leave because you, you know you're going to run into each other again and it's going to be special when you do so awesome so so you do
0: tours with, with different people
1: it's not the same
0: group right
1: yeah not always you know it depends so um yearly shows that come back and back they they usually have a different cast different acts different numbers um and some people are returning the same year so uh yeah unfortunately because of coronavirus um the the show that would have been running right now in st louis is uh they had to postpone it but um, I'm hoping to do that next year, and and look forward to see who's coming back and who's, uh, yeah, and who's yeah, new.
0: Yeah, controlling Control what you can control, right? Um, right. What what is what are some th- things you've been doing, you know, during this whole time to just, you know, keep keep yourself relevant and keep yourself, you know, I'm sure you have to stay in shape somehow and continue mm-hmm. your routine. What have you been doing to keep up?
1: Yeah, so I've been uh, I've set up a little weight set in my garage actually. Uh-huh. So I've been uh, hitting the weights a little bit, you know, going for my runs. I've been swimming in the morning, just trying to stay active. Um, and then when I get a chance to train, it's it's real nice. So uh, a few people are in town who I can mm-hmm. train with who are, uh, who are acrobats as well. And um, we got the chance to train before, and that's been great. And then the, the biggest thing, honestly, is just, like, keeping the spirits up. Because, uh, you know, with with these big forms of live entertainment – they're, they're, they were the first to go, and it's it's tough because like I'd love to be working right now, <laughs> as yeah. everyone would, you know, as uh-huh. everyone would. But but it's um yeah, just keeping the spirits up and saying hey, you know, it's it's gonna get better. Yeah, and keeping that love,
0: right? Keeping that love and passion for it, you know, mm-hmm. when you're doing something over and over again, you lose that that passion. I feel like this whole pandemic really, you know, made everyone take a step back and miss what they loved,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You take you you start to take stuff for granted, and and yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: Awesome, awesome. Yeah.
1: So you're back in St. Louis.
0: Yep, back in St. Louis. Great town, great town. Uh, yeah, when I went to uh to go for the NCAA's, my favorite was Ballpark Village.
1: <laughs> yeah, Ballpark Village It's a great a great spot. Night out on the town. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like uh, right up your alley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what are some great things about St. Louis that, you know, that it's part of your culture, St. Louis, man. I feel like everyone in St. Louis, they, they know each other, and it's a great, great, uh, you know, just culture and, and area.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of St. Louis. They say St. Louis is one of the, the country's biggest small towns or the smallest big towns. Uh-huh. Uh, you can kind of go either way with it, but it's um, – honestly, man, St. Louis has great food. They got great food, great barbecue. They got great, uh, great local restaurants, and um, it's just a small city. You know, it's affordable. Um, I'm saving money right now because I'm living with my parents. And um, yeah, St. Louis is a great town. Yeah, I recommend it.
0: So your your adversity moment, right? What is some adversity you've been through that is a part of your journey, a part of your story now?
1: Yeah, my adversity moment, man. Um, I I I think uh, well most most recently, in in the spring and summer, uh, early on in the spring, I was having some some mental health issues. Um, and I think that was uh, in part because of the COVID and in part because of kind of other stuff that I hadn't really addressed. Um, and that, that was tough, you know And I, I think just being able to stay positive and, uh, and think about you know counting my blessings, thinking about all the things I'm fortunate for. Um, I was experiencing a, a breakup as well. And you know breakups can be tough. <laughs> It's tough to to kind of go through these unexpected things, and I think, um, yeah, just just overcoming that was has been a, a blessing. Definitely, and uh,
0: a setback is always uh, a setup for a comeback in the future.
1: Yes, and, sir, uh, that's exactly right. There
0: we go, right? So I'm sure once everything gets cleared, man, you'll be full steam ahead. I'm sure mm-hmm. you were you're doing some great things before this whole pandemic happened. But mm-hmm. what what uh, what was gonna be next for you?
1: That's a good question. So, um, originally my plan was to be working at, uh, Circus Flora, which is a, a tent show in St. Louis in the, in the summer. And then in the fall, Midnight Circus in Chicago, which is another tent show. And they're a great organization. Both of these ones, they're nonprofits and, uh, Midnight Circus in Chicago, they raise money for local parks. So like all their performances, they set up in different parks around the city. And then, um, the crowds come and, uh, and and all that money goes right back to the community so uh, plus it's a great show it's great people um so that that would have been what i was hoping to do with my immediate future and then uh, maybe make a return to montreal in the in the winter spring train see people yeah that's that's the life
0: right right and it's great i can tell you you're really passionate about it i would definitely love to
1: come down to st louis maybe work out with you guys see what i can do <laughs> <laughs> anytime, Ray. You would pick stuff up like uh, like that. You're just such a such a natural athlete and you got such a good attitude, like you'd be welcome anytime. Yeah. Anytime.
0: Um, yep. So I like to always finish with this. We don't have to finish on it, but I always finish with this. Okay.
1: Who is Nathan, who is Nathan D and what do you want to be known for? Oh man, that's a tough one. I probably should should meditate on that one a bit. Nathan <laughs> Nathan D. So, so, here's what I tell him. the who can always change. Yeah. But the what can
0: stay because it, it, it makes you accountable for you who. Yeah,
1: okay. Remind me one one more time. What is that? It's who is Nathan D? Who is Nathan D who all right?
0: I'll say who is Nathan D now and what okay. do you want to be what do you want to be known for? Okay.
1: I get everyone on so, this, don't worry. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> tough. It's tough. All right, right now Nathan D is uh is uh, a young man who's trying to find out his his purpose in life and um, I'd like to be known as as someone who uh, who always stays true to themselves I like that I like that so uh, you talked about
0: a little bit uh, about meditation and and you know going vegan um Mm -hmm. is that is that you know making changes in your lifestyle how did that come about is it just from Seeing these different cultures, you know, interacting with different people through, you know, your your career,
1: and all that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I try not to get too too stuck into one way of thinking, um, and and part of that is that when when you meet different people, they've got different beliefs and stuff. And you know, there's actually a lot of vegan people in the circus. Um, there's also a lot of hippie people in the circus, and the two kind of they they like to eat a lot of plants and they like to you know. Um, be be all that in terms of like uh yeah kind of more yeah they like meditating too you know there's a type and i i I have a lot i I came around on that because at first i was pretty uh well i I was influenced by the paleo the paleo community yeah yeah and i was i was pretty into that for a while i i think it's all good it's all useful but ultimately you have to figure out what works best for you and your body yeah um i'm not someone who's going to give up meat entirely but I do take that into consideration. You know, I'm not going to eat a big steak and then do a workout. Why? Because I'm going to feel heavy. And mm-hmm. so it's like uh, you just got to start to understand, hey, the foods I eat have an effect on my body. And there's not a right or wrong, but there's uh, there's appropriate times and contexts. you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you guys do a lot of yoga. I know I started doing yoga. My senior year in college and it really helped me out with you know little nagging injuries from amateur wrestling and you know I always felt great I always did it at night I always did hot yoga at night and it kind of just Ooh. relaxed my
1: whole body yeah that sounds great man yoga stretching just anytime you can take a moment and see hey how, how am I feeling today what's what's going on what's the stuff that I've been ignoring you know you can you can really it, it, that's something I feel is like uh to be professional and to work for a long period of time, you have to, like you have to take care of your body. Um, and that's a big difference from, you know, I think my experience in wrestling, where it was like, push, 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 push through it, push through it. You got this. And then that's great if you got like a four year, eight year career, but then after that you got to take a step back and say, Hey, I'm, I'm a professional now. I I think that's something that was a a change of philosophy for me. Mm -hmm. Yep, taking care of the body. It's all about
0: longevity, right? Longevity. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, awesome, my man. It was great, great to talk to you and see you, man. I definitely. You too, right? Definitely like to take a trip out there. So, uh, where Any can time. people find? Where can people find you, if they're interested in going into the circus or just interesting stuff that you're doing? And then once this whole pandemic is over and we could, you know, go out to live events, where can we
1: find you and see you? Right on. You can see me in St. Louis perform. You can see me in Chicago. You can always get a hold of me on my Instagram. My, my name's uh, Nathan D, N-A-T-H-A-N underscore underscore D-E-E. Um, and just, you know, stay in touch, Ray. It's been great talking to you, and uh, I hope to see you down the road. Awesome, my man. I appreciate you.
0: Thank you. Well, see, what do they say? See, see you down the road. See you down the road. <laughs> hey.